0: Welcome listeners to another week of Anticulture. Following the dark nature of last week's episode, this week's episode of Anticulture is more of a fun twist on culture. As we dive in, I just want to mention that Anticulture is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network powered by ATB, and today we're joined by two of Calgary's movers and shakers, which you may or may not have heard of before. I'm welcoming to the studio, Katrina olsen Modehead, the co-founder and director of the Canadian International Fashion Film Festival, also called Canif, who's based right here in Calgary. Katrina has an eye for fashion and takes her job seriously, even winning Calgary's Best Dressed in 2018. She runs a blog, and being a film critic throughout her career, she has gained the honor of being a Tomato Meter approved film critic on Rotten Tomatoes. The intersection of film and fashion, which Katrina married through Canif, is often one that people don't associate with Calgary, and I'm excited to talk trends and inspiration and share stories with her today. Also exploring how fashion fits into a culture mold and challenges it at the same time. She is, by definition, a culture curator and influencer, and I'm excited that she agreed to be on today. Katrina is also joined by her friend in the studio with me today, Rob Maybe. A curator and marketer who has contributed to media and brand campaigns for the likes of UNICEF Canada and even Giorgio Armani which we'll be talking about today as well. These two have made their mark across the city and country. They've purposely decided to stay in Calgary and they know a thing or two about culture and how people interact with visual media, events, and the arts. I'm excited to take the show this direction this week. This episode is brought to you by Park Power, a provider of electricity and natural gas in Alberta that offers low rates, awesome service, and profit sharing with local charities. In Alberta, you get to choose who you buy your energy from. If you switch retailers, nothing changes about the delivery of electricity or natural gas to your home or business. If you have an existing contract, you're going to want to find out the terms for leaving. If you don't, then it's even easier to sign up for Park Power. The choice is yours, and there's a better deal available to you. Learn more at parkpower.ca. This episode is also brought to you by the amazing network of podcasts Anticulture is a part of, the Alberta Podcast Network. Explore foods like you've never heard before on Mess Hall with Avery. Join Avery and his crew as they explore food amongst great conversation with some awesome guests. Who knows? I might be joining this show sometime soon. You can catch it and other Alberta-made podcasts at albertapodcastnetwork.com. Let's dive in and have some fun. Well, I'm so excited to be with you guys. I'm Um, excited to
1: be here too. Yeah, Yeah. this
0: feels kind of weird because honestly, I just basically insta-stalked Katrina when I saw (laughs) her Avenue Magazine. I was like, who is this person living in Calgary with good style? That's amazing! Thank you so much. She's got amazing style. Yeah, Thanks, and guys. also a great mom has met Paris Hilton.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
0: those are my main takeaways when I first went on your Instagram page a year ago. So yeah, that that's was amazing random with Paris. Paris Hilton. Yeah, well, and my
1: kids didn't even like know or care who she was. They just loved her dog. They had like the tongue sticking uh, out. Yeah, they're like, "Oh my god, look at that girl's dog!" And I'm like, "That's Paris Hilton." <laughs> <laughs>
0: they're like, "You guys have no idea."
2: <laughs> no. Well, I'm glad that so says funny. something about the world, that Paris Hilton isn't exactly, known by right? them anymore. Yeah. yeah.
1: Kind of, it, I feel like she
0: lasted a few a generations. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: Early That's
0: 2000s. She had her 15 minutes. Yeah, I she think. did. Yeah. Well, I want to talk about that later because I love cool. Paris Hilton. but
1: <laughs> Yeah.
0: <laughs> we'll pause on that. We're also here with Rob, maybe. And honestly, I've also just insta stalked you. We've never met in person. No. Whereas I have seen Katrina randomly <laughs> yeah. around the city and it's kind of scared me because I'm like, does this person know who I am? But- She's cool. I she, do know.
1: I yeah, know who you are. Yeah.
0: So that's nice. <laughs> now I do as well. Yeah. And Rob, I think you're really awesome. Thank you. Um, I love yeah. your show too. I've, i listened. I spent the last couple of days
2: listening to your uh, previous shows and there's oh, a lot of good so stuff there. Hear.
0: Good conversations. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. So the the purpose of the show, I guess, is just to listen to people's stories. And I think I grew up and was raised here in Calgary and I'm from a mixed race background. And oftentimes... In Alberta, it's you kind of fit into one box or another. And it's been interesting growing up in a place like this. And I wouldn't say that Alberta's super closed off, but I do think that people want to know the story. And yeah, that's also not a bad thing. But even when I was growing up, it was like either you're one thing or another. Mm-hmm. And I was always kind of on that line. And hmm. yeah. Good yeah. Interesting. It is interesting. Yeah. And hmm. I've even had like swim instructors say to me, like, Are you sure that's your mom? When my mom would pick me up and huh. she's like blonde hair, blue eyed. Yeah. And they're, like Yes. Like that's <laughs> actually really rude to say, but yeah, that's my mom. Yeah. So yeah. so yeah. So I'm just trying to kind of like start a conversation with people, totally. especially culturally that we don't need to put people in boxes just because <laughs> they look a certain way or are from a certain background. Even. Right. even if they are from a certain background, it's more about the stories that they've, they've lived exactly. and what they've experienced. And that's what makes the culture around them right. so unique. And I think both of you have very distinct cultures around you. And yeah, it's just interesting that you're both still in Calgary, because I feel like you're doing <laughs> things that are not very Calgary-
1: No, definitely not Calgary-focused. <laughs> no, yeah. it's true.
2: But I guess we both made decisions to stay here. Yeah. yeah. For good or
0: bad. I think for good. Yeah. yeah. Why do you think that is? What is it about Calgary that made you stay?
1: Uh... <laughs> For me, it's because this was where my husband was working Um, because I had just moved back, actually. So I went to U of C here. I studied photography and did my BFA here at U of C. I moved to the U.S. I lived in Chicago between Chicago and Miami for a couple of years. My work visa was expiring. I moved back here, met my husband. His job was here, but he was actually born in the U.S. So I don't know, I didn't think we were going to be staying here this long, but, (laughs) but we did. And I got I mean, I got myself super involved with the arts communities here. And in the past, like, I guess, 14 years since I've been back, that's been my life. And I've made so many friends. And I mean, I've seen those organizations change so much during this whole time. So that's, I mean, that keeps me going. It keeps me fired up here.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. So what yeah. year did you actually move to Calgary then?
1: I moved back in 2006.
0: Okay. And you're from Calgary then? Yeah, I'm from Calgary. Oh, cool. Yeah, I
1: grew up here. I just moved away for a couple of years. Okay, that's yeah.
0: awesome. That's yeah. really cool. And I, I definitely feel like Calgary has changed a lot. I would say like, I don't know, 2013 onward. I feel yeah. like that's kind of when it started evolving a little <laughs> bit more yeah. and incorporating a lot more of the arts and... Yeah. So, that's super interesting. Yeah. And what about you, Rob? Are you, are um, you from Calgary? Or? Yeah, I'm from Calgary. Okay. I was born and raised here. I guess at some point I made a
2: decision that I would stay here. I kind of grew up with a real wanderlust yeah. and, and thought I would live in Paris or Hollywood or New York. Or, <laughs> or, <laughs> All the best someone, places. Yeah. yeah. Somewhere I mean, mentally,
1: and, mentally we do. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Mentally we do. I'm <laughs> on the same page <laughs> with you there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really always thought I would leave here.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And at some point- I, don't know, I just decided to stay. I was home and felt comfortable that way. And I've enjoyed what I've done here. And I, at some point, I guess it was a bit of a decision that I would stay here yeah. and see what I could do here and yeah. make the most of it. And I feel like Your idea that things maybe start to change and broaden at 2013, Mm -hmm. I think that was more your perspective because I'd say it started to change. I'd say it's more like the late 90s, early 2000s. For me, it was sort of when the city started to hit around the million mark. I think it just started to get enough diversity of stories and experiences that things started to tick off a little bit more. And it was a pretty interesting time. I'd say the last 20 years Mm -hmm. have been... A good time to be in Calgary, you know, ups and downs, of course, challenges. But I've decided to stay here for the most part. The last five years is the only time in my life that I've had an address outside of Calgary. I'm still here, okay. But I've also had an apartment in Toronto,
0: okay, so it, yeah. it's been. Oh, you know what? That totally yeah. reminds me. I just finished reading Bellevue Square. Oh, I oh, did yeah. too. I yeah. love that book. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. so I, such I a it. trip. Yeah, it was, it was <laughs> so. Crazy. I was like, uh-huh. what is going on with this woman? And then yeah. still at the end, I'm like, what is the going end on? It's just woman? crazy. The book <laughs> yeah. fair. And then yeah. The fire yeah. Anyways. Super crazy. It's such alert. a good
1: book though. Yeah.
0: That's the Scotia Bank Giller Prize yeah. last year. Oh, was that last <laughs> yeah. year? It yeah, was it last watched. year. Yeah. 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 That's is that tonight or last night? Yeah, it's coming That's, up this I week, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'll have to read the next one. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I've also heard that Bellevue Square is part of a series. So maybe there's Oh.
1: He's writing the second one, no? I don't know. I don't know. I think he was talking about that last year. Okay. A bit,
0: a bit okay. Bit, yeah. yeah. Okay. Hmm. Well, I'm glad we all read the same Yeah, book. we all yeah, read that. <laughs> such a good book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was <laughs> awesome. So Bellevue Square by Michael Redhill. <laughs> mm-hmm. If you guys yeah, haven't read yeah. it, check it out. Yeah. <laughs> that's super yeah, cool. Yeah, it was quite a trip. It was. Yeah. yeah uh-huh. And takes place in Toronto. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, really cool that you guys decided to stay in Calgary. And I guess we haven't really gotten into it, but why don't you tell us what you both do? And- what's your active mm. role right now in the city? I know that yeah, it's okay. kind of diverse for both of you, but yeah, yeah. it is. I, I don't know.
2: I haven't known what to, how to answer that question easily for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was trying
0: to like go on your websites yeah. and like do some snooping, but I'm like, I yeah, can't really it's it hard. it down. I mean, do they, yeah. And I think
1: that's like you as well. Like all, yeah. all of us who are in creative fields have like 17 side hustles. Totally. Right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's it's the truth. Like, yeah. I mean, we do a lot yeah. of volunteer work, Rob and I, for like our committee and like the committees I'm on currently yeah. is like Candy Cane Gala for Alberta Children's Hospital, which is coming up December 6th. The Opera Gala, which we sit on together awesome. um, for Calgary Opera. And then I've just joined now for Theatre Calgary to help on their committee as well.
0: Okay, cool. So
1: those are the three things that I do volunteer on outside mm-hmm. of what I do. But then I do my my Instagram because I love it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like that's just like a fun thing for me. And then I started the the Canadian International Fashion Film yeah, Festival, that's which huge. yeah, which that's been like a uphill learning. Yeah. <laughs> I like swimming up upstream for sure with that one. And then I write movie reviews for my blog yeah. and for Rotten Tomatoes that's and CalgaryMovies.com cool. as well.
0: That's awesome. I have to ask, too, starting the fashion film uh-huh. um, initiative, what, yeah. are you, what is it called? The Canadian. Canif. Canadian, Canif, yeah. Yeah. Did you just say Canada? Yeah, Canif. by the
1: acronym Canada. Yeah.
0: Canadian <laughs> International Fashion Film Festival. Yes. He got it. Okay, great. <laughs> so starting that in Calgary, is that challenging not being in a city like Toronto, Vancouver? Yeah,
1: it has been. And there's... Like We have a very strong film community here, but that's very niche, mm-hmm. and it's more industry-based. Right. So we did a pop-up in Toronto, and Rob was there for that. And I think that Toronto is a better place for that. That's mm-hmm. what I've learned. Mm-hmm. So if it continues on, it's probably going to be there. Okay. But that's still wild card.
2: Nice. <laughs> I think also we kind of recognize that it didn't really matter what city it originated in. Mm-hmm. It was an international festival, right. and it existed True. on digital platforms and... It had a reach that went beyond local people coming to a festival, a theater in, on an evening. It mm-hmm. kind of branched beyond that pretty quickly, which was really appropriate to the medium that it was. So, that was kind of cool to see. It, it sort of meant that it didn't have to limit itself to yeah. this geography or that geography. But oh, yeah. it, it was cool that it,
0: it started in Calgary and it was it, was, it had a, a good- Reception here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was gonna say. Like, I think it is notable that it started mm-hmm. here in Calgary. Um, that's because we're here. Mm-hmm. That's because yeah. Katrina's here. Because <laughs> <of> Katrina, <laughs> yeah, we exactly. need more of that here. But yeah. yeah, that's awesome. So, that is that would you say that's your main project? Uh, your it's, biggest? Endeavor? Yeah,
1: it takes the most of my time for yeah. sure. Yeah.
0: And Rob, what about yourself? <laughs> okay, myself. <laughs> give us your, uh, I give don't us know where your resume. Start. Well, <laughs> okay, well I, I guess
2: most of my career was in Calgary in the art business. Mm-hmm. So, initially working in galleries and then um, having my own gallery. Cool. So, I had Access Contemporary Art in the Art Central Building. And along that, about a 20-year stretch of representing artists and, uh, and selling art, I developed a couple of projects. Uh, one was Art Space. Which was in the Crossroads Market. Okay, cool. The, I didn't
1: know you developed that.
2: Yeah, yeah. I loved that. Yeah, my that was a humble mind. brag right there. That
1: was very cool.
2: <laughs> and <laughs> that's um, awesome. So it was fun. It was it was a you know large space that we saw turning into yeah. kind of an arts market, art retail, galleries, studios, mm-hmm. um, and and customer access, like eyes on your on your work through. Yeah, and then a few years after that, I was involved with Art Central, which is now the footprint of. Uh, What's becoming the Sky in right. downtown Calgary, right. which uh, got turned down about five years ago. Yeah. So, but we had a pretty good run with that too. And it's a same, similar concept of cool. cafes and studios and, and art galleries. Access became kind of the flagship space in, in that building mm-hmm. for about eight years and then sold and was redeveloped. And
0: yeah. Yeah.
2: At that point, I sort of switched gears. And uh, transition when I was fifty years old into kind of a new field for me, went into marketing and media relations. Right, right. So that's kind of where I'm at now, somewhere.
0: And is that kind I of a sweet spot of, for you? Do you think? Yeah, or? it is. It was really. Yeah. Kind of, it
2: was a good. It, it it felt kind of right after doing the same thing for nearly all my professional life. Mm-hmm. It was a little bit terrifying to face. Yeah, doing something else, but yeah, it was, it was fun. I went back to Mount Royal University. Okay. At night school, while I still had the gallery, and, and did the PR certificate
0: course. And had a lot of fun with that. I think I can do this. So Cool. That's awesome. It's been a fun uh, few years since. And for <laughs> you, how did art impact your life so much that you thought that that's the hmm. direction you wanted to go, especially in a city like Calgary? What yeah, you that's, think? that's just all there ever
2: was for me. It, okay. it just really was. I don't know. I think I, I came out of the womb pretty well drawing pictures Yeah. and thought I would be an artist and went to art school and didn't really take with it in terms of, of being a practicing artist myself mm-hmm. but just really wanted to be in the world of it and um, that's enjoyed cool. that aspect of working with artists and it was always a really good balance between like having a gallery business really meant you had two super essential things, mm-hmm. your relationship with your artist and your relationship with your clients right. and it, it had to be a really yeah, that's perfect a balance between the two. You had to really nurture, nurture them both as essential yeah. relationships to... That's super cool. To a good business, so yeah.
0: So, from both of your perspectives, do you think that the art scene in Calgary is overlooked? Do you think that people feel underappreciated, or do you think there's something special happening here? Overlooked within the city, or overlooked with outside the city? I think within the city. Yeah. Hmm.
1: It's
0: a good question. Like, how do art? How what is the artist experience like? Especially like in a classical style of art that you, maybe you were dealing with, Rob.
1: I don't know. I was part of an artist co-op that's actually just across the street from here. Oh, cool. <laughs> Art okay. Point. I was part of that for a long time and sat on the board as well. I don't think it's overlooked here. I think there's a lot of opportunities and I think that the community is very strong and prevalent. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a lot of support there and I don't know if you agree or not. Yeah, I that. agree.
2: Yeah. I, I certainly don't think it's overlooked. I think it's kind of accessible. I, I think yeah. unlike, I unlike think some accessible. larger, um, yeah. larger yeah. cities, I think it's pretty easy to tap into mm-hmm. and I've seen a lot of... Um, Young artists that weren't professionally trained Mm. be able to to find studio space, totally um, show, exhibit their work. I think there's a lot of opportunities for that.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's awesome.
2: I think Mm -hmm. think it's it hasn't been a bad city, especially through more financially robust times. (laughs) I think it Mm -hmm. it's uh, always a little easier. Ultimately, it's a it's a luxury good. Yeah. At the end of the day, that's true. <laughs> yeah. I always kind of looked at my business as I was selling a luxury good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, economics played a big role in that. Totally. Yeah. yeah. But I, I think that I think it's been a good city
0: for artists, uh, visual artists, performing arts. Cool. Um, and in a lot of ways, just positioned differently than Toronto, Vancouver, because totally. because of the accessibility. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's less saturated here, right? Yeah. Totally. In that, totally. Case, in that yeah. regard, it is. Yeah.
0: So, what do you guys hope for? Calgary moving forward? I know that you both have families and what's your impression of what the city has to offer in the future?
1: I think like, I think as long as you can get, we can get people out and buying tickets to all of these events Mm -hmm. and getting patrons supporting them. I think that it's very prosperous here. The biggest issue, I think, is when, I mean, the oil and gas, this happened. I mean, that we don't have that. I think a lot of people don't understand that a lot of the funding for the arts organizations, whether it was governmental or not, it came from that.
0: Right. It all feeds each other. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But I know that I was on boards with like really grassroots art. People were like, I don't want oil money. And I'm like, well, where do you think your government grant money is coming from? (laughs) Right. You know? Right. And so I feel like there has to be a community community attitude that we're all going to go out and support these things mm-hmm. and I mean, support huge. local. Yeah. That's the biggest thing is yeah. buying tickets. And then there's another component of that, which is educating people for these things. Right. Mm-hmm. Especially like one of our challenges is the opera. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. because opera is something that it's a classical art form and it's something that I mean, you kind of need an appreciation for, because otherwise it's quite intimidating. But I think the more people you get coming out to the newer shows and seeing it for the first time, Mm -hmm. you're educating them about it, right? And the more people see it and tell other people about it, the community grows that way.
2: Yeah. yeah. I, I've always kind of thought in terms of art, no matter what kind of art it is, education comes down to simple exposure.
1: Totally. Oh, yeah. I, I think
2: just exposing yourself to that's art. So good. Yeah. Um, it just trains your eye. And if you've mm-hmm. got a little bit of guidance that goes along with that, that's you know, that's gravy. That that's gonna help. Yeah. But it, it's just like expose yourself to take
0: yourself out to things. Go to the theater, go to the opera, mm-hmm. go yeah. high art, low art, just do it all. And it Yeah. And there's some great things in Calgary too. Like totally. I've had amazing artistic experiences, you know, like I, even when I came back from my study abroad mm-hmm. term in Europe and mm-hmm. I came back to Calgary and I was like, oh, there's nothing here and there's not any culture. What am I going to mm-hmm. do? Yeah. <laughs> not, yeah, What am I going to do? But like, you know, yeah. what are the options available to me? And, and I actually ended up discovering a lot and there's this whole world in Calgary that's so rich and so unique and and there's something about it being at home that mm-hmm. I think really is is special. Totally. Because there is that appreciation and there is that culturing that happens here. It's just not mainstream yet. In and the I, wonder, yeah. I wonder I yeah. wonder if when you came back from
1: Paris, if your eyes were just more open to it. Yeah, right? I mean, that's
0: true. Because yeah. you
1: had been exposed to it there. So then you yeah. see it easily, more easily when you come yeah. back, right? Because I don't so think true. it's
2: ever really mainstream. I think you always have to scratch yeah. the surface a little bit under the mainstream yeah, to find... To find the what, best art and the that's true, the best things that are happening, which makes it cooler. Totally, <laughs> yeah. totally makes yeah. it cooler. But it it is challenging. I think we've all kind of probably been in that position where it's a little bit like, okay, we're in Calgary, we're interested in art and culture. What <laughs> are we going to do? What is, it's Mm-hmm. We've looked at other cities and thought if only I was there. And, you just have yeah. to
1: find your people, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. totally. Yeah, that's what it comes down and to. And that's, that's a journey too yeah. in Calgary. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's so many like amazing communities in Calgary. And that's something I'll always appreciate about this city is mm-hmm. how people interact with each other. Like I've made so many good friends here that mm-hmm. I couldn't replicate anywhere I went, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the hard thing about that is going from bubble to bubble, I think, and starting to expand your horizons. Yeah. And I think people are scared to do that. Yeah. And that's partly why I wanted to do the show too, is just give myself the opportunity to start talking to people that are different mm-hmm. and and expanding my horizons, seeing what's in Calgary and what's in Alberta. And it's been really encouraging. Because to bring those bubbles together. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. (laughs) Do you guys have any great, I guess, impactful stories from this city where you've seen what community can do for those around you?
1: Mine would be park.
0: Park, yeah. Yeah.
1: So I was director of art for park for I think four years. How long has that been going on? Oh my gosh. I don't ten more than 10 years, right? I think they just had their 10 year anniversary. But because it stands for promoting artists and redefining culture, when I came on I was helping them find artists to do installation or be part of their fashion shows. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, that was the greatest thing because I yeah. connected with so many artists in the city by doing calls, open artist calls to meet with them to see if I could get them funding for their projects for the, for the park right, shows. Right. That to me was the biggest thing. And there were so many people donating their time to that. That's to awesome. That organization that I met so many people who I'm still very close friends with today.
0: Yeah, that is definitely a really good example of something that's mm-hmm. unifying because I've had a lot of friends that have come to, gone to that. Yeah, even the fashion show just from so totally, many different yeah. backgrounds. Yeah. I haven't been yet, actually, but no? I really want to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm keeping it in mind. But that's yeah. really cool that you got to be involved. How did that come about? What
1: I think just from going to all the shows. Yeah. And then I was like, I really love what you guys are doing and I really want to help to try to get art to be a bigger part of it. Mm-hmm. And so then I joined them. That's awesome. Yeah. But it was a real grind. Yeah. I'm not yeah. going to lie. <laughs> it's yeah. a real grind. A lot of work. <laughs> yeah. Because working with artists is special, yeah. you know, Rob. <laughs> Yeah, you guys both know. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, they don't think linear. So it's Mm. hard when you're working with something and it's like, it has to be very linear because you have to have a proposal and it has to be executed in a certain way to get the money. Right. I mean, that sometimes is challenging. So I really enjoyed it, but I think four years of that was enough for me.
0: (laughs) So you're off now. Yeah. Okay, nice. Yeah. Well, thank you for your contribution. (laughs) 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 And Rob, what about you? Do you have an example that sticks out? Let's see,
2: something that really sticks out. Well, uh, I think back to sort of I guess what I call like some career highlights of yeah. the things that have occurred over the years. And I think it's it's got to have been the culmination of of getting Art Central open yeah, in 2003 or something like that in downtown Calgary, Kitty Corner from the Hyatt. And a pretty challenging construction, mm-hmm. I think a few years working on that and working on the lease up. And then finally kind of reaching a stage, not when it immediately opened, but a year or two later when it was all leased, there was all these studios downstairs, there was a cafe, we had grad shows for ACAD, um, ACAD at the time. Um, There was a good restaurant in there and we had the wearable art fashion shows going on on first Thursday. It just seemed to be a a few years once it kind of reached a lease up point Mm -hmm. that it all worked really beautifully. You know, it was, it was challenging to maintain that in yeah. um, the numbers of it, and the economy just didn't quite sustain the growth of it and the maintenance of it. But sure. it had a really few good years, and just I feel like there was a few a few nights there that we had the the place was so packed with people, mm. all looking at art and going in and out of different galleries, and everyone's doing openings and and shows, and yeah. it just. Felt like it all was really working really well. Right in the heart of downtown. You didn't have to go out to studios in, in, on the fringe somewhere. Yeah. It, was, it was right in the like heart right of downtown. Right off the train line. So, just, yeah, yeah, yeah right on the LRT line. Yeah. So, it, it was kind of like a Camelot, like I guess for me, it was like one of those little, little shining moments that yeah. that was that disappeared really quickly.
0: Why don't we visit your guys' friendship? How did you guys <laughs> meet? And what? how would you describe the dynamic of your friendship? I feel like it's such a fun oh, thing. Oh, we have a... We have like a tagline for it. Yeah. Oh, we're yeah. cultural companions.
1: Yes, cultural uh, companions. Wow, because that's amazing. Our partners sometimes don't like to go to all of our arts events in the <laughs> yeah. city. So. so we default to each other, which oh, is exactly. great.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> so that's worked out really well. But I kind of recall getting to Katrina, no especially when we had lunch together about oh, four years ago. Yeah. And I was kind of coming off a period where I was feeling really disconnected from Calgary. Hmm. We'd had this apartment in Toronto for a couple of years and I'd taken a contract. It was really great, but I, I took a contract with a marketing firm in Liberty Village in Toronto. And I was coming and going from Calgary and to Toronto back and forth quite yeah. a lot. And I was, for the first time in my life, living in Toronto, a part of my time. Living in a different city, yeah. living away from Calgary. Yeah. I didn't own a business in Calgary anymore. I'd... Didn't write a column. I, I wrote a column for Avenue Magazine for eight oh, years. Cool. So, I, I felt like kind of Mr. Calgary for a long time. And for the first <laughs> time in my life, I felt a real disconnect. Yeah. And I heard about what Katrina was doing with Canif, And I was really interested in, in film. Nice. And I'd work with uh, Fairy Tales in Calgary right. and, and and SIF, a bit of Calgary film. Yeah. And so, I called Katrina up for lunch yeah. to, to reacquaint and to see if there was anything I could do with Canif.
0: Yeah. And it was kind of just...
1: Yeah, a match we, made in heaven Totally <laughs> Yeah
0: Why don't you dive into A bit of if Like how did that even Come to be That seems like A huge right. undertaking
1: So I really love Experimental film Okay When I was pregnant With my Second daughter First daughter I don't even remember anymore But I think it was like 2008 2009 <laughs> okay. I went back to school I went to U of C And I wanted to do uh, It was a communications degree With a major in film Okay In film studies And Yeah. So I was very pregnant. I did everything except for I had five courses left to finish my degree. And I was doing all my reading at night with an infant who I was nursing and I had another baby and I was like, I can't finish this degree right now. Yeah, So I dropped out and I just started writing my film reviews because I just thought if I keep writing on film and I keep seeing as many films as I can possibly when I go back to school one day, it'll be super easy for me, right? To finish up. So I was just, yeah, writing film reviews, watching as many films as possible, doing research on film festivals that I thought were really interesting. And one of the film festivals that I kept coming across and I became very interested in was the Berlin Fashion Film Festival. Okay. So I went to Berlin – I saw that fashion film festival and I was like, this is what I need to do. Um, Just all the people there were really cool and they were all industry-based. So photographers or videographers working in fashion. And I'm just like, no, this is what I need to do. Um, I didn't really know how it was going to fit into Calgary. Yeah. (laughs) But then after that, I connected to a modeling agent in the city who had Nobles Management, Antonia. Okay. And her and I went to the La Jolla Fashion Film Festival and checked out that one. And we knew that wasn't what it was going to be because that was Mm -hmm. really red carpet and Hollywood glam. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, well, how are we going to do this in Calgary? So, I mean, we kind of just went for it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's amazing. Yeah.
1: I mean, (laughs) you go for something and you don't know how it's going to turn out. But
0: yeah. Well, I'm really glad you did that. That's, yeah. It seems like it's a really uniquely positioned thing now and-
1: yeah. I mean, with Instagram, right? It's really blown yeah. up, but it's grown so much in the past four years since I started it. So, I mean, I just, I really love it. And now I, yeah. I jury, I jury, I I sat on three juries, I think this year for fa- oh. other fashion film festivals. So I get to enjoy everyone's films. But,
0: mm-hmm. That's yeah. amazing. And I think it's so, it's inspiring for someone like me, like this is my passion project Yeah, and it's kind of just evolved over time. But I think a lot of people struggle, especially my age, mm-hmm. just like, you almost feel like you need that legitimacy first in order to do something or mm-hmm. in order to have the permission to do something. Right. So very few people just start it and just then see it. what happens. <clears throat> and and actually, I, I would say that's something that, Calgary is really good for is, you know, there's so much opportunity to create this breeding ground for yourself totally and you can take that wherever you want after you've established what you've done, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, that's, what's easier to do here.
2: It's no one tells you, you can't really do anything here. Yeah. It's, it's got that, you know, if if you think it up, you can just kind of do it it together. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: That's super cool. I respect
2: that about the city
0: a lot. Yeah. It's unique, mm-hmm. actually. Yeah. yeah. How do we get connected with the festival? And uh,
1: We have a website. Okay. So, But the Instagram, I think, is better than the website. Okay. And it's just at Canadian IFFF. So three okay. Fs. And you can see a sample of all of the films there.
0: Cool. And does it have to be like, so I guess fashion film, for people who don't know, is that like for marketing purposes or do people make film, you know, in collaboration with the fashion yeah. designer? Or what's the rules, I guess?
1: Uh, my favorites are... The ones that are made in collaboration yeah. that are, um, but they are typically like one to five minutes in length. They don't have any product shots. Okay. So there's no, there's no product shot at the end of the beginning. Like there would be in an advertisement. Okay. It's more of a feeling. It's to evoke a feeling and a narrative around the fashion, mm-hmm. but in a short film.
0: Wow. And are there a lot of Canadian artists producing things like that? No. Okay.
1: <laughs> 90% of our submissions come from Europe.
0: Oh wow! Yeah. Okay,
1: yeah, that's, that's why awesome. it,
0: it's not as significant
2: that that it's in California yeah, exactly. or anywhere, right? Yeah. Right, right. But it, it's good. Cool. I think the way that the fashion film came up was with kind of an exhaustion for the runway shows mm-hmm. by designers, Agreed. and mm-hmm. and for the elitism mm-hmm. and extremely high cost for a one of event that right. only a certain number of people could attend. So, more and more young designers started to collaborate. This is that great collaboration with young filmmakers to come up with a piece of film that would show their collection Mm -hmm. and with social media enabling those to go further. Then the, the movement kind of gentrified Mm -hmm. where brands like gucci or tom ford started to create fashion films to show their line but it started as more of a
1: and i mean tom ford is a great example because he did feature length fashion films essentially right right Right. Right? where he's outfitting all of his characters yeah and creating a whole narrative around Mm -hmm. those
0: characters wearing those clothes and Rob, you've also had some involvement with the fashion world. I saw that you did some marketing stuff for Armani. Is that correct? Oh,
2: I did. Yeah, that's how did true. that come about? Okay, that was when I first when I left the gallery when I closed Axis. Yeah, and started to go into marketing and media relations, and wanted to be on my own and wanted to be independent and thought I'd be working in Calgary kind of within my my wheelhouse of working with arts organizations mm-hmm. and and not-for-profits and things like that. But then just got sort of wrapped up with working with an agency in Toronto, a friend of mine that was starting right. a boutique agency and initially started just to send me some work to do for them that I was doing remotely, like writing some press releases and things like that. Okay. And gradually they brought me in more and more And we had the opportunity to work with George Armani uh, during TIFF. Crazy. Uh, a few years ago, on on a event at the CN Tower, and a screening. It was actually film related. Actually, it was um, okay. it was five student films made by um five students from film film schools around the world. Yeah, premiering them at TIFF, all kind of using, George Armani eyewear. Oh, <laughs> somewhere, okay, okay. they were fashion films ultimately, and yeah, but using George Armani Armani eyewear to tell the stories of their cities. So it's Hong oh, Kong, Paris, New York, Rome. London, I think. Nice. And um, so, yeah, there was, it was really an interesting event because it, was, it all came from, like we were working directly with George Armani Milan. Mm. So, and it was in September and the entire Milan office went to Lake Como in August. So, it was really hard to get anything through <laughs> from anyone. Yeah. And, and then most significantly, they were sending the brands number one asset or number two asset I guess which was Roberta Armani (laughs) Giorgio's niece (laughs) uh, to Toronto with the kind of um, protocols around her like like working with a member of the royal family hmm. or something, and we had a lot of trepidation about. Oh my God, this Roberta Armani is going to come, and we're going to we <laughs> yeah. can't do this, so we can't say that, we can't look her in the eye. And, and then she arrived, and she was just so lovely. She jumped out of the car and gave me a big hug, and uh-huh. then we had a, a great time. And so it was a lot of fun working on, on oh, that that's event. So cool. It was one of those kind of things in, in the last uh, five or six years that I've been you know transitioned out of the art gallery and into the
0: the marketing it was definitely a, a career highlight in that area. Yeah. Okay, so I do want to ask more about Paris. Okay. (laughs) What happened? What was that situation? I was like, are they friends? Oh, Paris Hilton? Yeah.
1: (laughs) When I met her? Um,
0: I mean, the heiress, yes. I don't know
1: if that's... I think I met her before that. Oh, okay. I think, But anyways, like, no, that was just random. I was walking (laughs) on Robertson with my two girls in LA. And we walked by Kitson, which my girls love, because there's all kinds of silly notebooks or stickers or all kinds of, like, cute shirts in there. And they said... her sister Nikki was launching some sort of like boho clothing
0: Okay, oh, at Kitson Yeah, at Kitson okay.
1: And then like, I don't know, we walked in And then there was like Nikki and Paris And Paris it was engaged to that guy at the time
0: Oh yeah Who had, um, he has
1: his name tattooed on her arm
0: the Zed guy.
1: I don't know. I she remember. was I just remember her bossing him around and because t- because I asked him like, Oh, can we get a photo together? And she's like, Yeah and she's like yelling at him, like, Get over here and take our <laughs> photo. And so we all just stood there and he took our photo. And That's then of so course funny. there was like a lot of people who asked after me. So that was the extent of but it. But you got
0: the first picture. Yeah. That's good.
1: Yeah. Like I probably started something really bad for her for the yeah. today, but no. Oh, well. And I wonder how her sister felt because, like, nobody was asking her for (laughs) me.
0: I have seen um, Nikki Hilton and said hi to her in Paris um, before a film thing, and I just wasn't as excited. No. (laughs) I know. I saw her two (laughs) two nights
1: after that, too. She was with her dad. Nikki was with her dad at Mr. Chow, and I was like almost hiding my face. I'm like, I hope they don't remember the answer. I (laughs) ruined
0: it for her. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's so funny.
1: But so, I'm, they get that all the time, I'm sure. I'm sure,
0: sure Nikki okay. Hilton's oh, yeah. doing fine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're used to it. Nikki, if you're no. listening. <laughs> Katrina, sorry.
2: <laughs>
0: that's amazing.
2: I had a very odd encounter with Farrah Fawcett once. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. And then a few minutes later, <laughs> followed by a few minutes later, I got kind of stuck in a disabled revolving door <laughs> with <laughs> Jackie Collins. <laughs> wow, <laughs> okay. <laughs> in calgary <laughs> yeah in calgary oh, right, wow. right down remember penny lane i was right across <laughs> the street from penny I don't lane know that. that is okay it, oh it, was, my <laughs> <God>. <laughs> yeah, it was on uh, 8th avenue yeah. and is that and a restaurant across, no, no. It, was a, it, okay. was a, it was a it was a mall there was like was a, a zen mall.
1: eight like a sushi place okay. yeah, it was it was like, right yeah, beside. it was right
2: across the street from holt Renfrew. Okay, yeah. okay, and okay. they're the filming anyway but that was my honest celebrity encounter Farrah Fawcett that is slash weird. Jackie Collins and the revolving door. <laughs> Did you interact in that revolving door? Oh yeah, door you couple? had to. I had to yeah. kinda I had to kind of push her through it because yeah. she was in front of me and we were stuck.
1: I'll tell you a really funny story okay, about how awkward I get. Okay, let's this hear it. This is like this my husband <laughs> this is will I'm attest to this because yeah. it's like the most awkward. So there's this Iranian filmmaker named Shireen Nishat. Okay. And she does like very political films, but art films. Okay. And I saw her eating at a Cuban restaurant in New York. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, I need to go talk to her. Such and she was a just,
0: niche celebrity too.
1: It's, yeah, super <laughs> yeah. weird. Yeah. She's sitting with her husband having dinner mm-hmm. at a little two-person table in a very small restaurant in New York. And I'm wearing this Isabel Morant sweater that's knitted that my husband said it looks like I'm homeless. He's like, you think it looks chic, but it's actually just looks like you're a bum because it's like, wow, it's just not really, you know, it's like the
0: fashion director. Like, come on.
1: But, you know, Isabel Morant, it's like kind of like um, tassels hanging from it and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Kind of tatty.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like in Paris, it would be, you put a red lipstick and it's, it's cool. Totally, but, yeah. In New York, in it Calgary, just, yeah. I was just wearing it in with New jeans York. and it was kind of raining out. It just wasn't a good look. Okay. So I literally went up to her table with her and her husband and I was just mumbling. I was Oh, like, man. I, I am so happy to meet you. And I was mumbling and her and her husband didn't even look up at me and I didn't know what to do. So I just walked away.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> husband, that would have been devastating. My husband
1: was watching from the street through the window and he's like what did you just do and i'm like i don't know i couldn't say i don't know i was like quiet i couldn't say anything i was just too starstruck so he went in he like grabbed my hand and pulled me into the restaurant Ah. and went up to her table and said my wife is a huge fan of yours we just wanted to say hi and then he said a few things, and then I did actually shake her and her husband's hand, and I was like, "Oh my god, it's so nice to meet you!" And then he asked if we could get a photo together because, oh, good. yeah, because I was too, way too shy, um, and like somebody yeah. like that, it's just so intimidating to me. So yeah, totally. She's an amazing career, and yeah, I just. <laughs> that
2: oh, was wow. so hard. I find my best celebrity interactions are if I don't know who they are.
0: Of course, that well, of actually course. happens yeah. to be quite a yeah. bit. That happens and quite a bit. Yeah, and, you yeah find and, and,
2: after. and they're like, "Oh, is that who that was?" Yeah, yeah. especially with with sports celebrities and, and sports yeah, stars. That's your yeah. real- That I'm on you know, in around. Don't and, I and don't think any of us would know. know. Have to yeah. Yeah. like People, I, I once, yeah. you know, Christine Sinclair, the okay. captain of Team Canada soccer team. Okay. I once asked her if she works for Canadian Tire. <laughs> No, were you clear. in a Canadian Tire and no, you actually no, looked no, like a staff member? <laughs> no, <laughs> okay. we were at a table. We we're at the Canadian Tire table yeah. at at a, some sports gala, and she oh. was at our table and she was beside me. And was, I asked her if she worked for a
0: Canadian Tire. She was all <laughs> glammed up. I didn't recognize her. Yeah, <laughs> but it's yeah, uh, so funny. We had a good chat. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys know um, Curl du Pirat from Montreal? Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah, I love her. Uh-huh. And I've met her a few times now but um, when I was studying in Paris uh-huh. I noticed she was in Paris because of her Instagram. Uh-huh. Yeah. And This is so embarrassing to admit, but I I told her this, so I think it's okay to say, but she posted a picture of her out for dinner with her then husband and it it was literally a block away from where I was staying. So I'm like, I'm just going to walk by. Maybe she's there. I walked by. This is my first time ever seeing her. I hadn't even been to a concert or anything. Yeah. Yeah. And there she is, just right in the window seat, and my heart is pounding. And I'm like, she is so cool. I need to like do something, but I don't want to be a weirdo. Yeah, yeah. and you don't well, want you you to like, just like <laughs> you don't want like, 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 to mumble like I did. <laughs> well yeah or say like by the way i clicked your location tag here i am not too creepy no yeah way too creepy but um yeah she happened to catch my eye like um i guess she did i wasn't i wasn't just standing outside staring i (laughs) was your nose up against the window no no i was walking by slowly (laughs) but she looked up and she she waved to me and i was like oh okay and i waved and i was just like Telling her she's awesome through the window, like melding it. But then mm. she told me to come in.
1: Oh my Aww. God. And
0: that's... I went in, and um she
1: seems really cool, though. Oh, and
0: she's you were so obviously cool, the right? first one that you had done that since she posted it. Well, hopefully, the <laughs> only person. But, but... And also, like, I feel like in France it's different, like, the yeah. culture. But she knew who I was. And at the time, my Instagram handle was Many Seas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's like, Oh my gosh. She's like, You're Many Seas. You're from Canada. Why are yeah, you that's here? Fun. Mm. I, was, I didn't even ask her how she knew me. I was just like, you're amazing. I love your music. Like, and then she got me to shake her husband's hand and <laughs> That's I just so cool. left. And I was like, so starstruck. And I was like, there's so many things I could have asked her and I didn't say anything. Well, thank you guys for talking to me. really are a thank little you. bit over time. Yeah, was thank was you fun. so much Good. for inviting
1: us in. This was really fun. Yeah. yeah.
0: Anything else you want to add on? Which, what can we look for for both of you? If there's anything coming up, I want to leave the floor to you. So anything you want to add on? Well, I'll put a little plug in yeah. for uh, my partner Mark Tewksbury's yeah.
2: upcoming show.
1: Oh, yeah. Awesome. At That's High a great Performance
2: one. Rodeo in January. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. I heard it's that. It's called was... Belong. Okay, cool. And it, it's uh, being co presented by WordFest, who um, okay. I'm, I'm on the board now, actually, too. Wow. And they're a great organization. So, High Performance Rodeo is going to be putting that on
0: in January. So, awesome. You, you should definitely Belong. see
1: it. It's such yeah. a
0: good Yeah. I heard amazing things about oh, it last good. year. So, I laughed, yeah. I
1: cried, laughed again. Oh, it was like,
0: so <laughs> And what is Mark doing in that performance? Is he? He's the performer. He's okay. the writer-performer. So, okay. it's, it's his show. It's a one-man show. Oh, no way. I yeah. did not know that. Mm-hmm. That's and it's really autobiographical.
1: Exciting.
2: Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of a yeah, story. Yeah, his life. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I have mm-hmm. to go to that. That's mm-hmm. so yeah. cool. And it, it really kind of starts with the question of what would it take for a world that we all feel that we truly belong? Mm. So, kind of the sense of other in all of us and right and-
0: how to belong? How to belong? Kind of
1: how we started ourselves.
0: This exactly, yeah. I was thinking about, yeah. Cool. that. Yeah. Well, I'll mm-hmm. have to get him on next time too. But yeah, I absolutely. didn't ask so, either of you about your partners, but <laughs> that's okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, we mostly are together. Anyways, you see us out, Yeah, so.
0: you're each other's partners. <laughs> yes, the cultural, we are. cultural companions. Yes, cultural companions. Yeah. And make sure you guys follow them both on Instagram. But Katrina does some pretty good giveaways. Yes. She was a lot. Yeah. I was really hoping for the opera one. I know, on. it was yeah. really good,
1: right? Yeah,
0: that was a really good one. I would prize. have liked to win it too. So, yeah. But yeah. Well, maybe you can rig it next time. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Well, thank you so much. Um, we'll wrap it up there. And uh, hopefully we'll see you guys soon. Thank you so much for joining us in the studio today. I'm so happy you could be a part of our conversation. You can find Katrina on Instagram at Katrina Olson. That's O-L-S-O-N. And you can find Rob Maybe at Rob Maybe 2. That's M-A-B-E-E 2. I'm your host, Josiah Sinanin, and you can catch up on all seasons of the show. Contact me and become a supporter of the show at www.josiahpodcast.com. Until next week.